Welcome to the Shaman Jessica podcast, where I share all about my work as a shaman. These episodes are purely based on my personal experience and opinions, and never a substitute for any medical advice. Let's begin our journey. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of Hi, everyone. I hope you're doing great. Today, I'm going to be telling you about vaccination. I asked you what topic you wanted me to journey on next, a topic for the collective, and more than half of you actually said vaccination. And that's no surprise because we now live in a time where yet another vaccine is being pushed on us. So I decided to journey on this for you. Well, it's a most divisive topic. I'm not getting into if vaccinations are good or bad. I'm not giving my opinion about it. I'm not going to tell you if you should get one or not, or if they work or not. I'm just going to share my journey, and I'm going to share what I've learned about vaccinations. I've been deep down the rabbit hole of research. I have a couple pages of research for you guys to share, so this is probably going to be a bit of a long one. You might want to put it on one and a half speed. Um, But let's start with the journey that I did. So first of all, what my guide showed me is that God has created our bodies perfectly. Our bodies are a perfect system and every little cell in that system has a function and our bodies know how to heal ourselves and how to keep us safe. And our job is to enable our bodies to heal ourselves and to not interfere with that process as much as we can. Then what was shown next was a lab. And this was a lab with a very dark energy. And I saw different types of animals and humans in tanks. These tanks filled with water and also crosses between humans and animals, crosses between different animals. It looked very dark. And... We continued a bit further into the lab and we saw all of these people going over a conveyor belt. So there was a mass of people coming off of this conveyor belt and they were all walking in the same direction into the future, but they were all tied together with nodes and they were tied to this conveyor belt with nodes. Um, there was a line of people lining up to go onto the conveyor belt and actually angels were appearing, pushing people out of that line. So that was immediately already a big sign that angels are trying to intervene with uh, people going through this process. What a guy showed next was a devil entity, a Balao entity, talking to a person, a pretty well-known person who will... Um, appear in the rest of the research that I'm going to share with you. And they were talking about the mark of the beast. Well, what my guide showed me and told me later is that people over this conveyor belt, they think that they have no free will, but they're actually making a soul contract, like a DNA contract by doing this. And this is a time for us to really start exercising our free will. He also warned that when going through with this process, there are changes made to DNA and there's no way back from those changes. This is something that was planned and we need to start waking each other up just as these angels are. Well, I found this journey quite alarming and started to research. You know, over the years, I've come across a lot of research, but I've never really written anything down. And I wanted to give you 
not just this journey, but actual factual based information that you can use to practically apply to your life. The first person that I look to is Jordan Sather, someone who I really trust on his research, who has a lot of experience in this field. And I'm just going to list a number of bullet points of facts about vaccines. And these are not, again, my opinion. Everything that I'm going to share with you in the rest of this podcast is just fact-based, things that have been published. So vaccines destroy the immune system. They reverse everything. And this Belial that appeared, this represents spiritual warfare going on. And what the dark side always does is take everything that God created and that is good and turn it on its head, reverse it. Next, autoimmune disease does in fact correlate with vaccines. We have a natural inflammatory response. These are, you know, protective natural processes to viruses when we come in contact with them. So usually when we come in contact with a virus or bacteria, it is through our mouth. So we ingest something or in our eyes or uh, through scratching, touching. So when we come in contact with viruses this way, we have our natural response system which is, for example, our digestive system, when something um, comes into our system through our mouth. But when we inject something straight into the bloodstream, it bypasses our... Vaccination in the first 10 years of life causes overstimulation of this immune response. That means that we then become hypersensitive, which means that our body basically overreacts. And this is what leads to autoimmunity disease and allergies. So this is your body overreacting to something that you know, you would normally not react to at all or other people don't react to and your body basically starts attacking itself. This is because the immune system is unbalanced and it starts overreacting to everything because it's overstimulated by injecting straight into the bloodstream. It's really no surprise that there are major surges of new allergies like egg proteins and peanut oil because these are actually ingredients of vaccines. Vaccines basically destroy the nervous system. Vaccines contain nanoparticles like aluminum, like severe neurotoxic agents. And again, in food, at least these will get filtered out by digestion. But through vaccination, it goes straight into the bloodstream, so straight into the brain and other organs, creating irreparable damage. There's also no liability for manufacturers of vaccines. So it's basically impossible for you to sue anyone if you are damaged by a vaccine. What they had done was they set up a special court for vaccines. And this basically means that that kind of lawsuit is easier to control with your own dedicated court, which means that victims from vaccines, they're basically powerless. And the worst thing is that often people don't even know that this is what their illness is coming from. And this, of course, has to do with the media. And also use your common sense. Like, don't trust a liability-free product. And look at all the other pharmaceuticals, too, that they produce, which are also highly damaging. The pharmaceutical is an industry that I might get into in the future. But just know that pharmaceuticals, Western medicine are only really pharmaceuticals or even call that if they have side effects. Think about that. And they're basically synthetic versions of things that already appear in nature. But things that grow in nature for free, 
you're not able to patent those, which means that you cannot make money off them, which means that pharmaceuticals are synthetic artificial versions of things that already exist in nature. The only difference is that they have side effects and that you have to pay for them. There's a lot of fake science and information about vaccines. You know, a lot of people think that science is infallible. It's basically a religion, scientism. People don't even question it. It really has this air about it of, you know, you wouldn't understand. But trust me, I worked as a researcher. Data is super easy to fake. Not that I did that, but I came across it all the time. Before vaccines, so like in the 50s, 60s, all of these diseases that we get vaccinated for, the rates of these diseases were actually declining. But around the same time, they started building highways. We got refrigerators. We got better food. We got access to everything. We got sanitation everywhere. So yeah, this greatly improved our quality of life. But these are data that are taken into the research and people just ascribe that uh, improvement of well-being to vaccines which actually has nothing to do with vaccines. And the same cabal, like the same elite group that does this is behind the educational institution and media, like the Rockefellers who funded an education board as well as pharmaceuticals. And what they also did at the beginning of the 20th century was just put holistic natural medicine out of business. So in short, your doctor who is educated in the system does not even know about this. And if he does and he acts on it, he will just be disbarred. Same if you are, say, doing a PhD in this field and you find out the truth and you start to publish it, you will just lose your title and your job. And this is not just me saying that there is a lot of evidence for this. You can just YouTube type in a testimonial of anyone in this type of position, and you'll find endless stories, endless testimonials. So there are a lot of horror stories and testimonials, too, about people being severely harmed and even killed by vaccines, especially kids. They are incredibly harmful. It's a complete reversal of everything that is natural. The system of our body is perfect. And, you know, the same is being done to us, this reversal uh, in the educational system, the food industry, the medical system, the economy. And if you want to learn more about how this came about, then listen to my episode uh, on my podcast called The Reversal. Now, you may wonder, if this is all true, why on earth would people get vaccinated? Why do I not know about this? Well, the reason is, of course, the media. And there must be a very dark force wanting us to get these vaccines, right? Well, yeah, there is. I cannot make that any uh, better or any prettier for you, even if I wanted to. And to understand more about why, it really helps if you've listened to my uh, podcast episode, The Reversal, before. But let's get into the research by best-selling author Leonard Horowitz a bit more. This all has to do with depopulation. Well, as we know, we live in a world with uh, very severe existential and environmental problems that all can be traced back to uh, the reason that there are simply too many people on Earth, right? We all know that. But um, what do we do about this? Well, in China, you see that they only allow one child per couple. 
And that's pretty much it. So if you want to depopulate the earth, that means that you basically have to get rid of people. And this may sound like impossible to you and drastic, but when you study history, in the ancient Roman Empire, if they needed to move the population to another place and people would not comply, well, to take the Roman Empire, you have to keep a very fast uh, empire of people under control. They would just throw poison in the river and then people would move. So basically, leaders doing harm to their own people is something that is not new at all. It's been around since the beginning of time. Um, and yes, other than that, it is very hard to accept. So hopefully this research, this fact-based information can help at least elucidate a little bit more about the how and the why. Well, the Council on Foreign Relations in the US published a report uh, about their goal to substantially um, depopulate uh, worldwide and to at least half the population in the US. So this is just facts. This is something that has been published. Let's go a little bit further into history. So in the 1920s, eugenics was very popular. Actually, it had been very popular since like the second half of the 19th, 18th century even. So this is often why you hear strange stuff like Einstein married his cousin or whatever. It's because all of these elites, they were inbreeding. They were experimenting with inbreeding. They didn't do it for that long, obviously, because um, it doesn't work. But they were very fascinated by this idea of an elite having, you know, purer blood and purer DNA than, um, for example, black populations, Hispanic populations, gypsy populations, um, handicapped people, um, all of the groups of people that were... Um, potentially, you know, eradicated for a large part uh, by Hitler. This was something that had been uh, on people's minds uh, among the elites for a long, long time. And this actually goes back centuries because these people, a lot of them do have different DNA. That is true. Um, that goes really back to the beginning of time. It's a subject for another time. But they have their reasons why they think that they are superior and that the rest of the world is inferior. And they basically want to keep control and um, to keep the power to themselves. So they're, they've been very creative throughout history in different ways to keep people um, away from a true knowledge about the history of the earth, uh, away from their true power, away from their own sovereignty and they keep coming up with new ways of control. And, you know, with the rise of technology, this has taken on a whole new form, which is why we've basically moved from warfare that is very uh, physical and with weapons, you know, as we know it and as we see it in, to, in the history books, into types that are technological and that are very much invisible to the naked eye and that are very much a... Um, struggle for the control of our DNA. But we'll get into that later. So in the 1920s, John D. Rockefeller, at that time, the richest person on earth, Prescott Bush, the British royal family, like the most influential, richest group of people, they financed a lot of genocidal experiments. And this was to sterilize, for example, black populations who they thought were racially inferior. 
as well as handicapped children. And this is before Hitler, like I said. And these are also the people that funded Hitler's rise to power. You can read all about all of this in uh, Leonard Horowitz's books. Let's jump a little bit forward into history because I don't want this episode to go on for hours. And there are endless names and people and think tanks and councils involved in all of this. So I'm just going to pick out a few um, moments in history around a few people that um, really help us understand um, the issue of vaccination. So in 1969, Henry Kissinger, he started to push the development of synthetic biological agents, uh, agents or germ warfare. And this is something that for decades, especially around the Second World War, what we don't realize often is that so much of the technology that we use now and also a lot of technology that's still hidden from us was developed around the time of um, the Second World War. Well, these synthetic biological agents for germ warfare were illegally developed and this was under the guise of military defense, preventative vaccinations and cancer research. So you might ask, what does cancer research have to do with this? Well, you know, the pharmaceutical industry is a whole different beast. Literally, it's also a very big uh, demonstration of the reversal happening, keeping us away from nature. And you know how they do this. Our body is perfect. Everything is in nature already available to us for us to heal. But... You cannot patent, aka make money, from things that are readily available to us in nature. So what they do is they create a synthetic version, so an artificial version of something that already exists for free, um, that works less good, that's um, harder to um, assimilate um, by the body, and that's genetically modified. And also all patented synthetic medicine has a side effect. That's a cr criteria for something to be medicine. So think about that. That's a textbook reversal, taking something that's perfect, turning it upside down, and then charging for it. And chemotherapy, by the way, is derived from mustard gas. That is a fact. Also from the Second World War technology. I can do another um, podcast episode about this if you're interested in the pharmaceutical industry. And you might also think like, hey, I'm interested in shamanism. <laughs> what does all this have to do with it? Well, like I already said, I can give you a journey, but journeys are very symbolic. And my guides told me to just share with you everything that I have. It's a time where this is an urgent topic. And I want you to know where to start researching. And I want you to know facts that the media doesn't tell you. So I'm just going to lay it all on you here. Well, they developed, so under Kissinger and... Like I said, he's just one name in a large body of invisible people and councils and think tanks that are all involved in this. Um, they developed immunosuppressive synthetic, synthetical biological agents um, that are you know, descriptively identical to HIV and AIDS as well as Ebola in terms of function. So that's what they created. Not um, direct copies of HIV, AIDS, and Ebola, but they function the same, they look the same. And the company Merck um, also played a, re a leading role in this in the US, according to um, Leonard Horowitz. 
So the test locations for these immunosuppressive synthetic biological agents, that's really a mouthful, uh, were San Francisco, where you guessed it, has a very large gay population, and also Africa. Well, they called for a massive depopulation project in Africa. And the links between cancer and autoimmune disease and Merck's vaccines is completely covered up by the media. You will not hear about this anywhere else, of course. What is also interesting to keep in mind is that elite that does this, you would say they're the darkest of the darkest doing all of this stuff, and that is true, but they do have a lot of knowledge about spirituality. They know about God. They know about the power of the light. And they also know about uh, alphanumerics and the power of numerology and that kind of thing, but they use it for a dark purpose. So again, inversion. And Kissinger, the word Kissinger, and vaccination both uh, have the mark of the beast, so 666. Well, of course, later Kissinger became a top advisor for Merck. Just want to give you a little bit of context for what biological warfare is. So... If you are part of this elite and you want to call the population so that it's easier, controllable for you, they don't deplete all of the resources, etc. You can do this in a war, but then you basically, excuse me, also completely demolish the infrastructure of the country, which they want to use as well. But it's way more effective to instead of kill people make them chronically ill because then they are completely dependent on the state um, and the pharmaceutical cartel and you make money off of them they're easy to control and this way you just weaken the people instead which is way more effective and you make again tons of money off of that well the same is by the way done with food you know as in the pharmaceutical industry through gmos topic for another day Well, what they want to do now is change the binary code of our DNA by rewriting our genetical code so that we become controlled and genetically engineered software. So this may sound far-fetched, but there have been so many publications and basically people, top people at the companies that are involved with this, I'm not going to name all of them, that what they want is to control us first through Um, the media, like TV, for example, then a handheld device as, you know, an extension of our physical body. So think of your phone and then implement it inside of the body. Well, how do you do that? You might ask. They want us to become really synthetic cells that are uh, remotely controlled, even though our bodies are already perfect. This is all about control. The word vaccination actually was coined by Edward Jenner in 1798, a very interesting figure who created a vaccine from dead cow bacteria to, cre to create a vaccine for cowpox. Vaca basically means cow. He also experimented on children, including his 11-month-old son. So the things that are in vaccines are also very dark. Um, So, yeah, bacteria from dead animals, the HEK293 or HEC293 vaccine. It's made from aborted fetus tissues. You've probably heard of this uh, already somewhere, uh, which is also in soda. It's in coffee creamer. It's pretty disgusting. And 
also in vaccines are the cells that are in the brains of rats and mice, um, which are also in Hershey bars. This is also in the DTP vaccine, by the way, which I have also myself, unfortunately. So this stuff is so contagious that these cells of the brains of rats and mice, if they're just exposed in a lab, they just contaminate everything and everyone in there. Well, about this AI, you know, implementing control inside of our body, the COVID vaccine is obviously a big pretext to get this done. It's putting people in a low vibration, in a state of fear. And the more that they repeat it, the more uh, Bill Gates starts to push and repeat, you know, we can only get over this as a world if every single last person is uh, vaccinated, you know, that really starts to get into people's heads. And there you go. It's creating a problem so you can implement the solution that you wanted to implement all along. Well, let's get into Bill Gates. Um, first of all, he's not a doctor. Let's remember that. Somehow in society, we have such a lack of our own sovereignty that when someone is incredibly rich and incredibly smart, uh, we just believe everything that they say, apparently. This guy is not a doctor. I don't think that he has a medical degree. Maybe he doesn't even have a computer degree. He can't even keep a virus off of your computer. He was, by the way, also on the Lolita Express with Epstein, but nobody talks about this. He um, is, of course, a software developer and a philanthropist in global health area. He has the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which they founded in 2000, which has $46 billion. It's the largest, pri largest private foundation in the world. And um, why spend so much when a cure already exists, right? HCQ, which people have been talking about for a long time. Well, he invests heavily in the media. And the media, of course, shapes our perception of not only vaccines, but also of him and his foundation. Well, he only invests in things that have to do with eugenics and with population control. Really, please research this for yourself. A few months before the COVID breakouts, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, first of all, what's also very dodgy is that they held this summit, which was talking about a so-called hypothetical crisis outbreak of a virus and what they would do in that case. This was like two or three months before um, COVID happened, super convenient. And um, what they did was they helped negotiate a government-backed contract, which was about contact tracing. So that means that they can trace you and everything and everyone you've been in contact with. And um, this is a contract where they can basically reach and contact everyone to trace their contact history. And of course, the patent is HR 6666. Well, what they want to implement is a COVID passport that has your testing and health information. He also wants us to start using cryptocurrency uh, coupled with our devices like our phone and use that to track us uh, at the same time. And, you know, this contract was called HR 6666 and the patent for this is 060606. Pretty obvious. You know, these people 
um, they use a lot of symbolism, a lot of numerology, because they actually know the power of astrology and numerology and those sciences, and they use them um, for their own for their own advantage. And they also believe that they get more power if they do everything in the open. And this is also completely tying into the moral relativism that Luciferians and people that do this dark kind of stuff uh, practice, because they feel like if they show you and they are pretty obvious about it with their symbolism and their numerology. And if you then still uh, don't wake up, basically, and use your free will, that is you basically signing a contract with them that you deserve it. Oh, and talking about the mark of the beast, um, this is in Revelation 13, 11, 18. Just going to read it to you. Also, it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead, so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark, that is, the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. So this is all biblical stuff going on. And, you know... Even if you don't believe in all of this numerology and symbolism that they use, it is relevant to you and it does affect you just because other people do practice that and do believe that. COVID also uh, means sheep. 19 is a number that symbolizes submission. So if you have C19 or COVID-19, it basically says C sheep being submissive. So think about that. Well, these people feel like they have the right to experiment on the lives of what they think are lesser humans. This is also, you know, I'm from Amsterdam, and it's kind of a well-known fact that in Belgium, they did um, vaccines in Ghana, which was their uh, colony. And a lot of people know this has come out that what they basically did was infect people with AIDS there instead of a, uh, a vaccine. So... This is something that is um, really not hard to find out if you just do some basic research. These are also, interestingly, the people that push Black Lives Matter, right? Think about that. They also stated their foundation, um, Linda Gates, actually, that black and indigenous people need to be vaccinated first if they are in the healthcare field, as well as people with underlying symptoms and the elderly. So this is eugenics, people. I already told you a bit about the mouse brain-derived vaccine. Uh, this has been associated with very serious neurologic and allergic adverse effects um, by the American Academy of Pediatrics, even. This is called XMRV, and it's so hazardous that it contaminates everything in the same room. This is in polio vaccines. It's in the MMR vaccines, which are given to children. It's also given to mili military personnel in the U.S. Well... Lastly, this is all about fear and control, right? And how are we put in a state of fear and how are we easily controlled by the media? So you need to know who funds the media, get with a program and know what's at stake here. It's spiritual warfare going on. And the way that they pressure you is through the monopoly that they have financially. And here in Australia where I live, this is a place where they often like to push all of these things first. So I was talking to my acupuncturist. I really try to stay away from allopathic medicine 
so I mentioned the pharmaceutical industry. Well, allopathy, what it does is it just, this is basically Western medicine. It only treats symptoms. Everything has side effects. And more importantly, it does not allow you to heal and get to the root cause of what is really bothering you and what's going on in your body. So that's why I use homeopathy for everything that I can and acupuncture, things that really um, heal your body holistically in a way that has no side effects and that's completely safe. Um, so I was at my acupuncturist yesterday and I asked her what she thought about vaccines because I was researching this stuff for all of you guys. She told me that they do more harm than good in her opinion, which we can conclude, I think, from uh, the research that we discussed in this episode. But she also told me that you basically have no choice because she has two kids. And if you do not vaccinate them, you get no subsidies, which means that you know, you pay per kid daycare per day about $120. And if your kids are vaccinated, you get back around 65% from the government. And also, if they are not vaccinated, they won't be allowed into primary schools, elementary schools, even uh, college, high school, nothing. So only if you're really rich and prepared to uh, homeschool your kids, you can basically uh, afford not to get your kids vaccinated. So that is the way that they really strong arm you into submission. So this is how the spiritual warfare is done. Um, they understand the human psyche very well. Um, tech is being used. This is why they say that AI is basically the biggest threat to humanity because AI is being implemented into you straight inside of your body through uh, nanotechnology. This has already been done. This is nothing new. Nanotechnology is technology that is so small that it's almost undetectable. But these are tracing devices. They affect your DNA. They affect your thoughts, uh, the frequency that you vibrate on. And they not only keep you from ascension, but they, they allow you to be completely controlled and um, yeah, affect your whole uh, genetic makeup. Which is why my guide showed me in the journey that when you do this, the changes are irreversible. Well, how does this tie into everything that's going on right now with COVID and the elections? Well, what John D'Souza, he was very high up in the FBI and he's now sharing everything that he learned um, working for the government. He says that what they wanted to do was get the elections canceled. So Trump, he is fighting for the freedom to not be vaccinated. Uh, which, you know, thank goodness. And these elites, they, they do not want him to get reelected because of that. So they are trying to use the masks um, and COVID to basically get Trump out because he doesn't want these vaccines to be mandatory to save you. And they want to use, um, you know, people having to go to the voting booths and the safety issues around their uh for there just not to be an election. So when Trump recently said in the media that it's patriotic to wear your masks, even if you don't believe in masks, this is why he said that, to at least do so until the election. So think about that, why that's so important. This is all about perception. It's about the spiritual warfare going on in the background, okay? So I wanted to add some data coming from Robert F. Kennedy Jr. 
And these um, posts of his, they contain very important statistics about vaccines and also about Bill Gates. So I'm just going to read them to you here. Vaccines for Bill Gates are a strategic philanthropy that feed his many vaccine-related businesses, including Microsoft's ambition to control global vaccination ID enterprise and give him dictatorial control over global health policy, the spear tip of corporate neo-imperialism. Gates' obsession with vaccines seems to be fueled by a messianic conviction that he is ordained to save the world with technology and a godlike willingness to experiment with the lives of lesser humans. Then the post goes on to say, promising to eradicate polio with a 1.2 billion, um, with 1.2 billion, Gates took control of India's National Advisory Board and mandated 50 polio vaccines, up from five, to every child before the age of five. Indian doctors blamed the Gates campaigns for a devastating vaccine strain polio epidemic that paralyzed 400 96,000 children between 2000 and 2017. In 2017, the Indian government dialed back Gates' vaccine regimen and evicted Gates and his cronies from the NAB. So that's National Advisory Board from India. Polio, par par well, polio <laughs> paralysis rates dropped precipitously. So after he was evicted. In 2017, the World Health Organization reluctantly admitted that the global polio explosion is predominantly vaccine strain, meaning it is coming from Gates' vaccine program. The most frightening epidemics in Congo, the Philippines, and Afghanistan are all linked to Gates' vaccines. By 2018, three-quarters of global polio cases were from vaccines from Gates. In 2014, the Gates Foundation funded tests of experimental HPV vaccines developed by GlaxoSmithKline and Merck on 23,000 young girls in remote Indian provinces. Approximately 1,200 suffered severe side effects, including autoimmune and fertility disorders, and seven died. Indian government investigations charged that Gates, re that Gates funded researchers committed pervasive ethical violations, namely pressuring vulnerable village girls into the trial, bullying parents, forging consent forms, and refusing medical care to the injured girls. The case is now in the country's Supreme Court. In 2010, the Gates Foundation funded a trial of GlaxoSmithKline's experimental malaria vaccine, killing 151 African infants and causing serious adverse effects, including paralysis, seizure, and febrile convulsions to 1,048 of the total 5,049 children. It continues. During Gates' 2002 Men campaign in Sub-Saharan Africa, Gates' operatives forcibly vaccinated thousands of African children against meningitis. Between 50 and 500 children developed paralysis. Southern African newspapers complained, we are guinea pigs for the drug makers. Nelson Mandela's former senior economist, Professor Patrick Bond, describes Gates's philanthropic, philanthropic practice as ruthless and immoral. Also important to know is that in 2014, the World Health Organization um, 
was accused of chemically sterilizing millions of unwilling Kenyan women with a tainted tetanus vaccine. And independent labs found a sterility formula in every vaccine tested. So this is some super important data and statistics. Draw your own conclusions from that. Hopefully we will not move as a world into a society uh, where you will have to show if you have the vaccine or not, which is basically the mark of the beast. And remember that none of this is really about politics. It's about uh, spiritual warfare going on. And um, what I also want to say, something that really bothers me that people say about vaccinations, people who are pro-vaccination, is that they say that people who are not vaccinated are a threat. So they also like to say, you know what? Uh, if you haven't been vaccinated, you are a danger to all the other people. But this is a false logic. This makes no sense. Because if you have been vaccinated, if you believe that and you believe that your vaccine works, then you are not the one who is at risk. So when you have the vaccine and you're exposed to someone who hasn't been vac vaccinated, the person without the vaccination is obviously the one who is at risk, right? So really just use your brain in these conversations. Don't get sucked into all of this false logic. Do research for yourself. Let me know if you have specific follow-up questions. I know that if this is all new to you, it might be a lot to take in, but um, I hope that this was helpful to you at all. And again, I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm not telling you if you should get vaccinated or not or if they work or not. This is just all stuff that has been published that's already out there that you can uh, find with basic research yourself. Please inform yourself to make sure that you're safe because some uh, choices, unfortunately, are very hard to reverse. So thanks for listening. Go research for yourself. Don't take my word for all of this. Love you guys, and I'll be back soon. I wanted to add a shout out to Edge of Wonder. They're a platform that do incredible research and they summarize everything into comprehensible terms that is easy to share even with friends and family on any possible related subject that you can imagine. And they have been an invaluable source of information for me. So you can check out their videos on YouTube. But because YouTube censors a lot, I cannot recommend more to become a member of their platform, edgeofwonder.tv. It costs, I think, about $10 a month, but it's so worth it. So I just wanted to give you that as a source reference. Mm -hmm.